Welcome to Living the Dream with Ben and Rodney. Here's your host, Ben Wilson. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Ben and Rodney. I'm your host, Ben Wilson, and my co-host, Rodney the Bulldog, is here by my side as usual. Today, I'm joined by my friend and former Miss Pennsylvania and Miss Hemisphere, Kim Gallo of Kim Gallo Aesthetics in Naples, Florida, and she's going to give us some tips on how you can look great and feel confident in your appearance, especially if you're stuck at home and businesses are closed for coronavirus stay-at-home orders. Kim has over 20 years of experience in the health and beauty industry as an esthetician and a beauty consultant, working with brands such as L'Oreal and Chanel. You can learn more about her practice as well as online products and virtual consultations that she offers at www. KimGalloAesthetics.com. Please welcome Kim Gallo to Live in the Dream. Kim, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hi, Ben. Thanks for having me. Hey, Rodney. He says, hey, back. <laughs> so, yeah, no, thanks for coming on. Uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting time with uh, the whole coronavirus stay-at-home orders and a lot of people are stuck in and not able to go to work and not able to go to the their esthetician and beauty salons. And so I thought it'd be really cool to have you come on and kind of give some beauty tips for both men and women to kind of keep life somewhat normal and still keep their appearances looking good during this uh, this time. And also to pick up some tips so that they can put those in place so that they can just, you know, look good and feel good once this coronavirus thing is over. So, so tell me about your background in the skincare industry and the services that you provide at Kim Gallo Aesthetics. So I became a licensed esthetician in 1996. And along the way, as you mentioned, I work with some of the biggest beauty industry leaders, um, such as Chanel Beauty, L'Oreal. I also worked under a top plastic surgeon in Naples, Florida, performing medical aesthetic services. Um, and then in 2019, I opened my own aesthetic office. Uh, which is located in downtown Naples, Florida, and it's called Kim Gallo Aesthetics, Aesthetics with an E. As an esthetician, you know, women are always looking for a way to to look good and feel good and also age gracefully. So what are some of your top skincare tips and routines for women, especially if they're quarantined in the house for the social distancing? Well, I just want to say, you know, it's important, especially because since we're out of our usual routine, it's it's really still important to take care of ourselves. So first and foremost, I'd say keep drinking that water. You know, very important to keep the drinking the water. We want to keep our bodies hydrated. Um, self-care is really, really important during the stressful time. Uh, I would also recommend eating a healthy diet, limiting the intake of alcohol if you can, and also getting getting outside for a walk and some exercise. On that note, though, you know, now's the great time to go through your your skincare cabinets or wherever you keep your beauty products and clean it out. Okay, so clean it out. See what's working for you. Throw away what you haven't used in longer than a year because products do expire and really take inventory and see what you have and, and see what you can do better on. So what are some tips that you have for uh, just good overall routines for women? My go to which is is a very simple program it's an easy four step system to follow so first you cleanse second treat the skin so you treat the skin with whatever serums targeted serums that will will target your concerns your main concerns and your needs the third step is to balance and you would do that by picking a moisturizer or something to provide hydration to your skin 
And then the fourth step is to protect. And you want to protect your skin with SPF. Okay, you want to wear sunscreen every single day. Sunscreens have come a long way. There's a lot uh, more um, sunscreens available in the market now that are very elegant formulas, which aren't um, too heavy and they don't clog the pores. So really, Ben, it's an easy four-step system to follow. Cleanse, treat, balance, and protect. And so that's something that applies to women of any age, really, whether they're in their 20s or 30s or even if they're in their 50s or 60s, right? Absolutely. Got it. So, all right. So with women, you know, uh, and as well as men, but we're going to focus on the women right now, you know, as women age, skincare needs change. So what are your tips for women like in their 20s and 30s compared to women who are in their 40s and then women who are in their maybe 50s or 60s? Because all of the levels would be different. Yeah. Well, 20s and 30s, you still want to stick to your basic skincare routine. And that's, again, that's cleansing, toning, hydrating, and and wearing SPF. So then as we get into the anti-aging category, which is 40s plus, that's when we want to start adding into antioxidants, the um, anti-aging ingredients such as peptides for plumping, ceramides for hydrating. So we want to start using more um, skincare that continues to help prevent the aging process. So yes, I mean, as you know, we hit the 30s and, and mostly 40s and plus, we want to add a little bit more to that basic routine that, that I mentioned. Well, you'll be glad to know that as far as antioxidants go, Rodney and I are big fans of eating blueberries. So Rodney has a lot of blueberries like every day and he's in the hydration. So he just turned 10 and he is looking amazing. <laughs> well, Rodney has the fountain of youth there. Yeah. Cause a lot of antioxidants and blueberries and I'm glad he's staying hydrated with all of his water. Yeah. Well, I mean, literally as I, as soon as I take the blueberries out of the refrigerator, he knows it and he pops off the couch and he runs up and he starts barking. He's like demanding to get blueberries. So I toss it to him and he catches them in his mouth. So pretty funny, but but back to the women um, and the recommendations. So what are some uh, specific products that you really recommend for uh, women to incorporate into their uh, their skincare routine? Well, you know, I've worked with a, a lot of products over the course of my career, and I, I found that I really come to love a pharmaceutical grade uh, skincare product line called Glymed Plus. It's a professional line that I use, um, I incorporate into my treatments in, in my office and I also offer it online on my website. So I have an online store connected to my website where you can shop and get those products. Um, I'm always available for you to send me a message, email me. I also offer virtual consultations where I can put together a skincare program for you that would target your needs and address your concerns. Got it. You know, one of the things that I know was stressed to me, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you were the one who did it, was you know, as people get older, especially in their 40s, the importance of eye cream, and especially if you're somebody that's constantly in front of the computer and you're squinting and this and that. So talk about the importance of eye cream and uh, some products that you recommend for that. Well, you know, I, the eye area is the first, besides the neck, the eye area is the first area that shows the signs of aging because our skin is really, really delicate and super thin around the eyes and on the neck. So really an eye cream um, that I love is is called anti-aging eye cream. It's from the Glymed Plus line. And um, what I like about it, it has all the right ingredients in it. So it, it not only decreases puffiness, 
but it also has firming properties and it, it has potent peptides and ceramides. So, so it reduces the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. So it hydrates and plumps the delicate area around the eyes. All right. So transitioning over from um, the women who are not teenagers to the teenagers, I want to talk about skincare recommendations for teenagers because a lot of my listeners are moms who have teenage daughters or even my, my guy friends who have teenage daughters. And, you know, as teenagers, that's when people are going through a lot of awkward changes and, and a lot of skincare issues come up. So what are your skincare product and routine recommendations for the teenagers out there and their parents? Well, you know, teens are super busy and the last thing they need is a a long, complicated skincare regimen. So taking care of their skin, it it doesn't really have to take a lot of time, but I always do recommend the basics. So really just to cleanse their skin twice a day, wash makeup off before bed, exfoliate, especially if they're oily, and try to fight the urge to pop pimples because popping pimples damages the skin and can lead to scarring. So keep your hands off your face, teens. Well, especially now with the coronavirus. Yeah, especially now, right. But the same routine kind of applies to to everybody, though, about the importance of the cleansing and and everything. It's a four-step routine that I always just like to cleanse, treat, balance, and protect. Got it. All right, so transitioning from like facials and the the products to more aesthetic medicine, as you know, in, in South Florida... You know, a lot of people are into the the medical procedures like Botox and fillers and laser treatments and plastic surgery, all that stuff to keep the fountain of youth there. And it's not just unique to South Florida. It's unique everywhere. Talk about your thoughts on those those services, because some people do it and they, they overdo it and they just look, you know, not very natural. But some people incorporate it and they they look good. And a lot of people are are into that stuff because they always want to look good for just personal satisfaction or it's important for their job, things of that nature. So just uh, give your thoughts on some of those products and procedures. Right. I mean, I, I couldn't agree m- with you more, Ben. There are many, many aesthetic medical procedures, injections, plastic surgery options available. But I always say whatever you choose, just keep it natural looking. You know, don't overdo it. You just want to enhance what you already have. Okay. But just do it in in a natural looking way. And, and besides those procedures, they work hand in hand with following a proper skincare routine. So you can have all the Botox and fillers and facelifts in the world, but you still need to maintain your skin and keep it healthy and, and, and glowing and, and give it an overall great looking appearance. I know a lot of people, um, They'll push the Botox and they'll say, well, you know, I do that to, so I don't get the crow's feet as much. Or, I mean, that seems pretty popular. You see it on TV as far as advertisements. The laser treatments seem to be very popular with a lot of women I know. Yeah. I say, you know, whatever makes you feel good. But again, you just want to keep everything in perspective. Keep it really natural. I, I do like Botox. I think Botox does a great job at really relaxing the skin, relaxing the muscles, um, if you're not a fan of taking that type of, you know, step, sometimes people think that that stuff is a little scary. I have products that have Botox-like ingredients, which actually do relax the muscles, but in a very natural way. So there are options for people who, who don't want to have those scary procedures, whether it's different aesthetic skincare services or using products that have those kind of ingredients. 
Yeah, or even maybe some of this, you know, stem cell creams that are advertised. I know the aesthetic place I go to a lot of times when I'm not visiting Kim Gallo Aesthetics, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they've been pushing the stem cell uh, products for, I guess, at about the past couple of years. I don't know if they're doing it as much now, but I know that was a big thing recently. So, all right. Well, a lot of my audience members, you know, they they don't necessarily live in Naples, Florida, and they don't necessarily live in areas that offer esthetician services. They may live out in the country or something, but they're still looking for a way to improve their skin care and results. So how can Kim Gallo Aesthetics help those people and specifically through your virtual skincare consultations? Yeah, well, and that's exactly that. So I offer virtual skincare consultations for anyone who's not able to come into the office. And so with the virtual skincare consultation, we would just go over an, an assessment, a question and answer skin health assessment. And it's the time for you to ask me all those questions that you ever really needed answers to. And we would just go over that and uncover what your concerns are, what your needs are, and then establish goals to give you the results you're looking for. So it's it's a five-step process. It's very um, simple, and it's something that we can do at any time from anywhere. Right. You know, one thing I forgot to ask you about, uh, I forgot to ask you about uh, recommendations for guys because I'm a guy and a lot of my listeners are guys. Ah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, a lot – think about it. Uh, things have really changed a lot where, you know, like in my grandfather's day, you know, Guys would never go to the spa or facials or whatever. I mean, they're my. I think my grandfather's skincare routine was washing his face with ivory soap or yeah. dial soap, whatever it was, in the shower. And you know, things have changed um, where guys going for facial treatments and things, and uh, especially in South Florida, it's a big thing. So, give me some good skincare recommendations for the guys out there, because I know a lot of guys who focus heavily on the skincare, and others, especially a lot of the overlock overworked and stressed out lawyers that I know, they don't focus on that. And they need some help in this area because like I said, washing their face with ivory soap in the shower uh, is not getting it done. Yeah. Well, you know, I found that guys really like simple. Okay. But they want to see results just as much as the women. So men put their skin through a lot every day just by shaving. I, I recommend using a moisturizer every time they wash their face and I offer a facial exclusively designed for men's skin to address the problems that they are facing. Um, but guys love getting facials, at, at least the guys that I have. I mean, I have a nice, loyal following. They really feel that it's it's really relaxing, especially in a stressful world that we all live in. So they come in to get pampered. And um, I even for them, I put together a simple, easy-to-follow at-home routine with products specifically designed for men. And for men who want to look their best. And the same thing with the guys that you just mentioned. Um, I mean, if they need skincare tips, they can go to your website. They can get skincare consultations online through the virtual skincare program. Yes, I have a whole whole section dedicated just for the men. And and please, guys, don't use ivory soap on your face. Use it on your body, but not on your face. Right. All right, folks. So there you have it. A lot of good skincare information from Kim brief, but we wanted just to kind of hit the basics and that way you can reach out to her on her website for consultations and things of that nature because she can be a real asset to your skincare routine. So you can follow her at www.kimgalloaesthetics.com. So now we're transitioning to one of my favorite parts of the show besides of course catching up with Kim. It's the living the dream questions. 
where I ask Kim a series of pop culture questions to see if she is truly living the dream. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we get started on the questions, though, it was funny today because uh, a lot of people, you know, the Friends TV show was really popular in the, the 90s. And, of course, it, they're talking about a reboot and things like that. And um, their whole song was I'll Be There For You, whether you've had uh, – the, the worst week of your month or even the year. And I thought, you know what? The Friends theme song is like appropriate for the year 2020. Yeah. Because, you know, people have had the worst month of their their life or the worst year of their life with all this coronavirus stuff going on. So transitioning from a great 90s TV show like Friends to my personal favorite 90s uh, TV show, Seinfeld, what's your favorite Seinfeld episode? Oh, geez. I have to say when Jerry and Elaine went to visit uh, Jerry's parents in Florida and they go scuba diving. Oh, no. <laughs> that was a pretty funny one. That was they were so actually, funny. And they were actually, they had them based out of Boca. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did a great job on that with uh, the Seinfeld parents because when you get really kind of outside of Miami and well, Fort Lauderdale's this way. You got a lot of retired people who they're wearing the palm tree shirts and the <laughs> Tommy Bahama. I mean, that's that's what it, it looks like. Even up here in Brevard County, it's like it's standard attire for a lot of the senior citizens wearing the palm tree shirts and the flip flops and just like Jerry's parents. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, next question. What's your favorite Chris Farley movie? Chris Farley movie, Tommy Boy. That movie was so funny with so many great actors. Yep. Nope. Mine too. I love that movie. A lot of great g- classic lines coming out of that movie as oh, well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Tommy Boy's actually t- came out in '95, so it's turning 25 years old this summer. Wow. My goodness. So kind of hard to believe. All right. Next question. What's your favorite Rodney Dangerfield movie? Hands down, Caddyshack. Yep. I, I for me, I got to give it a tie with, between that and Back to School. Yeah, that but, was a good because, one too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But Caddyshack was Rodney's first movie, uh, actually also filmed in Florida in Fort Lauderdale. And another classic movie that this year is turning 40 years old. Wow. 40 years old. Jeez. Yeah. So I'm actually pretty pumped, though, because assuming everything gets cleared up with um, our stay-at-home stuff and everything, I got approved by the Florida Bar Association to give um, a seminar based on, like, legal ethics issues based on uh, Caddyshack. So (laughs) I am pretty pumped about that. That's perfect for you, Ben. And I'm speaking to a bunch of real estate lawyers, which is appropriate for Caddyshack because they had, you know, Rodney's character was a real estate developer and you had the golf course issues there. And of course, Ted Knight's character was a judge. So perfect for a real estate lawyer conference. Yes, it is. All right. So keeping on the theme of movies here, what's a better college theme movie? Animal House, Revenge of the Nerds or Old School? Old school, definitely old school. Will Farrell, Farrell is a hilarious. And <laughs> my favorite part is when he went streaking. I know. <laughs> and he had no problem doing it in the movie no. either, just running down the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, that was a good one. Honestly, I think of all the, the, um, the Will Farrell movies, that's his best movie. His best, absolute best. And I, I love Will Farrell. He's like one of my favorites, my all-time favorites. Yep. All right, so good answer there. All right, next question. What's your favorite Bill Murray movie? Well, you're going to love this, Caddyshack again. 
All right. Well, what a great combination of talent, Caddy, Bill Murray, and and Rodney Dangerfield. Exactly. You had Chevy Chase and Ted Knight there too. So. Yeah. No, I definitely loved him in Caddyshack, and that was uh, a huge movie for him. I also loved him in Stripes when Stripes. he uh, enlisted in the U.S. Army. He was he was hilarious in that with uh, Harold Ramis. All right. So from the comedians, I'm making a transition. What's your favorite Patrick Swayze movie? Oh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> See, that's what mo- most of my women guess. They'll say Dirty Dancing. But then the guys come back and they answer either Roadhouse or The Outsiders. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, Dirty Dancing was a, an all-time classic. and He was such a great actor and a lot of range, too, because, of course, in that movie, he was – you know, playing the dance instructor because in real life he was a professional dancer. I mean, he had all that training from his mom who was in that field and he performed on Broadway in New York. And I think his first big movie was like a rollerblade movie, like in the late seventies. And I mean, he was just fan- got such great reviews in that, that it really shot his career off. And of course for dirty dancing, he was like a perfect fit for that. Yeah. He had the moves. He did. All right, so now, what are your three favorite movies not starring Chris Farley, Rodney Dangerfield, Bill Murray, or Patrick Swayze, if there are any movies that are worth watching without these Oh, movies? no. Well, on this one, I'm, I'm all over the place. Okay, so I'd say Notebook, Old School, and Goodfellas. Boy, you are all over the place. There. <laughs> <I know. laughs> talk about talking about a, a love story, going to a lifestyle of the fraternity parties. Right. And then killing people. Right. Well, I'm Italian, so Goodfellas is like my favorite Italian movie, you know, with all the great actors. But yeah, those are my those are my three. And I didn't even plan it like that. So it's kind of like the cycle in a relationship. <laughs> it starts out blossoms and then it dies. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's a better Miami TV show theme or Miami Miami themed TV show? Miami Vice, The Golden Girls, Burn Notice. Or Nip Tuck? Oh, geez. Well, you know, years ago, I played an extra on set on Burn Notice. Right. So, yep. I'd have to say Burn Notice. <laughs> all right. Yep. They filmed that in Coconut Grove, I think, right? Well, all over Miami, really. But the, the episode I was on was filmed uh, downtown in the uh, financial district. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so, see, I knew that. And that's why I included Burn Notice as one of the options. No, you didn't, I-, I don't know. I don't think you knew that. No, no, I did. I knew that. Oh, you did? All right. Yep, I knew that. Because normally I, normally I limit my question to either Miami Vice or the Golden Girls. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, so uh, what are your three top uh, favorite rock bands? U2, Guns N' Roses, and Queen. Yep, good I, bands there. And, and I love the Queen, the movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. It was such an awesome – that was another awesome movie. Such a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't. I guess now is a perfect time to do it. But yeah. I know it got it got rave reviews. Oh, Freddie Mercury is a pretty special guy. Yeah. All right. So, favorite lead singer? Mick Jagger, Steven Tyler, Michael Jackson, Prince, Axl Rose, Kurt Cobain, Sting, Chris Cornell, or somebody else? Well, it's a tie between Michael Jackson and Prince. Really? Boy, I tell you what, though. I mean, you think about that, those two guys. I mean, really, you can make an argument. Well, Michael Jackson, it was. But those two guys were probably the most dominant 
individual performers in that period yeah. of the 80s and 90s. Yep, yep. So, all right, good answers there. Hmm. All right, so we talked about rock music, talked about pop music, all that kind of stuff. So what are your three favorite other musical performers? I just picked two, and, and I'd say um, Elton John, because I just love Elton John. I loved him past, present. He's just, he's an amazing guy, an amazing entertainer, and I just love everything about him and his music. And and performer, performance-wise, J-Lo. I think she really puts on a hell of a show. I saw her a couple of years ago. I think it was in 2017. I saw her in, in Vegas, and she is really one one heck of a performer. Was it a, like the Super Bowl show that some people were thought it was amazing and some people thought it was too risque? Or Well, let's I'll tell you this. In the Super Bowl performance, she was really covered up compared to her costumes in Vegas. Yeah, so, that's what I figured because if yeah. if you think about with J Lo, I mean, yeah, you know, she whenever she went to the Oscars or whatever, I mean, she wore that outfit where she literally was taped together with palm tree <laughs> outfit. Yeah, so she pulls it off, and I like her. I like her as a person. I think she's really, really a great performer too. Well, I think she probably has a pretty good skincare routine. Yes, she's got beautiful skin so I, I don't doubt it all right next question if you could have lunch with three people other than me or your immediate family who would you pick uh well you know i i pick my dad because i mean beside my dad i'd say god and those are really the two i came up with and even though dad's my my dad who passed away many years ago 2007 it's my immediate family really that that's who i'd love to have lunch with and of course god all right Oof. Next question. Uh, what's the best concert you've ever attended? Or I'm sorry. Attended. Okay. Uh, well, let me back up. Let me back up. I misread that question. What's the best concert you've attended recently? But also answer the one, the best one you've ever attended. Well, and, and that's the way I, that's the way I want to answer it because the best concert I ever, ever attended was the U2 centipede concert in Pasadena, California at the Rose bowl. And it was 2009. Okay, and it was unforgettable, an unforgettable experience. Yep. I remember going to a U2 concert in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. No, they put on a heck of a show. I guess the, the concert I went to most recently, I went to a um, a White Snake concert over here in Melbourne, which I, I love I love White Snake. I love the song, which wasn't old school by the way. Here I go again on my own. Oh, that was yeah. a part where, uh-huh. where Will Ferrell was out there working <laughs> on his car and just blasting. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So, but the people in the crowd was worth the price of admission alone because, of course, White Snake is this late '80s band, and David Coverdale, the lead singer, is like I think seventy. So I was by far like one of the youngest people there, and it was funny seeing all the people in like mid to late fifties uh, and sixties. They were still wearing and dressed just like they you would uh, expect in the mid 80s with like <laughs> the leather pants and the long hair and this and that and for Brevard County Melbourne I don't think that was really a a, a costume I think that was just how they normally <laughs> look so but they're a really good show if you could pick anyone to play you in a movie who would you pick uh younger Sophia Loren Oh, that's a good end. That's yeah. a good end. You're, you're keeping the Italian theme there. I'm keeping the Italian theme, yep. <laughs> Got it. I loved when Sophia Loren was in um, Grumpy Old Men with uh, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Oh, great I, movie, yeah. I think the thing with Sophia Loren that I really liked is from, uh, about her as an actress, I mean, obviously she's you know stunning, you know, great figure, yeah. but 
she was really funny in that movie. And that's what I like when actresses like her and Sofia Vergara, who are like, you know, drop dead stunning, but yet they bring out their personality and they're funny. Yeah. I just think that that's an overall good package. It is. All right. So that, that's a great answer. Mm. All right. So uh, what's your favorite sports team? Well, you know, I really loved back in the day. I really loved the Miami Heat when the big three played. Okay, I was living in Fort Lauderdale, going to the Miami Heat games. The big three were playing. Those were the best days. Yep, so when we had LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh together. Yeah, exactly, yep. And has, had some titles. You know, I mean, they they still got a really good team. That Their team this year was really exciting, of course, with you know the coronavirus closings. They're talking about trying to finish an NBA season, but I just don't know how they're going to really be able to do that because, I mean – for them to start up again, they're going to have to have some practice time and get guys together. And I, I just don't think this coronavirus situation is going to be over until at least the end of May. Well, then you've got to have time to practice, do a playoff. I mean, right? they'd be they'd be going in through August into September, and you know I'm not even sure they're going to be able to have a baseball season as much as I'd like to have it. I just I really have my doubts, but we'll see because you know the Heat had a good team and they were excited about making a run in the playoffs as a lot of other teams were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Who's your favorite stand-up comedian besides me? <laughs> well, I'd say Sebastian, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, he's three fantastic. times. Wow. He's really funny. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know about Sebastian, uh, it's Maniscalco, right? It is. Yeah. Another right. Italian. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he has uh, like specials on Netflix and things that if people are looking for things to watch and keep entertained during uh, the stay-at-home period, they should definitely check out those specials because he's really, really funny. Yeah, and this is a good time to laugh, right? We could all exactly. use a laugh right now. <laughs> yep. All right. If a genie granted you three wishes besides ending the coronavirus, what would you wish for? Happiness, good health, and to end suffering for all. Well, those were kind of generic. Come on, Kim, you got to have more. Than that. No. No. That's that's a, no, that answer came from your from your beauty queen. No, it, it, it did. Yes. Oh. Well, right now, I'd really love to have. Okay, my three wishes: it to get a pedicure. All right, <laughs> go to the beach, <laughs> and to go out to my favorite restaurant. Yeah. So those are my three wishes while I'm in quarantine. All right. See that that's better now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. So two more questions. Um, who's your celebrity lookalike and fashion inspiration? Well, I'd say my celebrity lookalike, and and I hear it over and over, is Sofia Vergara. Yeah, and I do think we actually really do resemble. I do have to agree on that one. Yeah, I'd agree on that one. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you're both kind of funny. Uh, I don't know if I'm as funny as she is, but she's uh, she's pretty good. I love her. Well, that's why I just said kind of funny. Yeah, kind of funny. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, literally every time I've gone to Publix in the past two months, I, I always get the like, you look like Chuck Norris. I, even, I don't know if you, if you heard the story, but I mean, I didn't even think about it until I'd been so busy. And so I decided to grow this beard. And so literally I was at a, a presentation and the speaker just came up out of random and just stopped the in the middle of the presentation. He's like, he's like, dude, 
I you look just like Chuck Norris. Have you ever gotten that before? Which I had, but not that often. And so then people are like, oh my gosh, yes, you do. And, and so now with the coronavirus and stuff, literally like every time I've gone in, because sometimes I'm wearing jeans or boots or whatever, and they're like, my gosh, you look just like him. So You're, you haven't shaved. You have a little beard going, right? Yep. Yeah. For, for a little while at least. Yeah. Until I, it gets like really hot or something, then I may shave it off. <laughs> it's a good look. Yeah, well, I try. Plus, I mean, the, my gosh, razor blades are not cheap at all. So anyway, I, I can afford it, but it's just, you know, when you get busy and things like that, the one, the, the fewer things you have to do to get ready in the morning and get to work is always better for me. <laughs> all right. Final question. How's Kim Gallo living the dream? How I'm living the dream? Well, I, you know, I got to tell you, I, I live in a place I love. I have my own business, which is my passion. I'm healthy and I'm family oriented. So I think I'm, I'm living the dream. That's a good answer there. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, well, I appreciate you coming on the show uh, to talk about some skincare tips. Cause I just thought it'd really be very helpful for my listeners, especially the women out there and, and hopefully the guys. But I know a lot of my women friends are like, you know, concerned about not being able to go to the, the spa for facials and their pedicures and their routine and, but anyway, I appreciate you coming on the show and also appreciate your friendship over the years. So uh, thanks again oh, for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. This was so much fun, Ben. I really appreciate the opportunity and and thank you and stay safe, everybody. And, and let me know if I can help you in any way. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So everyone, I hope you all enjoyed the show uh, and the interview uh, that Kim gave about skincare tips. Like I mentioned, if you have any questions about products or consultations, uh, feel free to reach out to her on her website at www.kimgalloaesthetics.com. And I hope you guys, uh, you know, stay safe, be smart during all of this coronavirus, stay at home program, and hope y'all have a great week. All right. Thanks and have a great week. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Find us online at benandrodney.com and follow us on Instagram at benwilsonmiami.